recording. So welcome to Mind Tune-Up Time. These are every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And uh, you can go to mindtuneuptimelive.com to be able to register for the Zoom sessions, which is where I'm recording this, where I'm going to mainly be interacting with people. And you can also join the Facebook group, the Mind Tune-Up Time uh, Facebook group where the recordings live and it streams there. But I'm really excited because today is going to be the first probably official episode that I ultimately release outside of those two places. And for those of you who can't always make it live or would like to more easily listen to uh, the replays of these, they're going to start be loaded up to the podcast, uh, Mind Tune Up Time podcast. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, over the weekend, I got a few people to do some show notes uh, and they were in tears over the random Facebook Live that I sent them to do as a test to see how they could do with uh, some show notes. So I'll be able to start having some recaps of these afterwards so people can, you know, if they want to revisit them, they can see what, what all happened. And um, we got a number of things we're going to cover today. Um, I, I, uh, I am really excited about today's session. And, you know, I don't say this all the time and I don't take it lightly, but I really feel like today's session is going to be one of the most powerful sessions that I've done. Um, some breakthroughs I had really in the last few weeks and specifically the weekend, some clarity I got around things to really, I, I think, take all the, all the tuning up of minds that I've, I've done. You know, I say, hey, tuning up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die and your hearts heads and hard drives, uh, you know, go by the moniker, the mind mechanic. And my goal with these sessions is that um, really the only thing people pay for is, is really access to the vehicle that is me to help you uh, find your blind spots and see things that you likely can't see on your own. But my goal is to give away as much as I possibly can for those who either can't afford, can't, 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 whatever, whatever your thing is now as to why we're not working together, um, that's fine. But this is my give back. This is my, you know, no holds bar, no hold back uh, of, of, of what I know, what I've experienced, what I'm learning, what I'm seeing that's helping my own life, which I'm really, uh, you know, tuning up my own mind first. I'm being the mechanic on my own mind first. And then being here to share, you know, a, a lot of people have said real talk. Um, you know, I love the real talk, the honesty, the transparency. Uh, and who is this for? I mean, really, I find that at the end of the day, for me, uh, it's a lot of creators, a lot of service providers, the people who want to get their hands dirty, the people who feel misunderstood, you know, they feel different. They feel like uh, people don't get them. Um, and they have something inside of them that they want to get out. They want to do things differently. But there's so much out there that is, you know, one size fits all. I was talking to my wife and we were talking about a lot of these things. You know, people feel like they bought the private jet and they did. They buy a course, they buy a program, they buy a book, they buy something. They think, I got the, I got the private jet. I just bought it. Whatever your thing is, enter it, right? But like, just using that as an example, something that would be millions of dollars and you, you buy it for 350 bucks or $5,000. You're like, I got it. I got all that I need. And you do. You got the kit. That's what my wife said. You got the kit. You got all the tools. You got everything there. All the puzzle pieces. Everything there is to put together that jet that you can fly around in and go anywhere you want. And this past weekend, I kind of came up with, I'm not tuning up minds to drive. I'm tuning up minds to fly. You know, because I'm going to talk about something 767 inner outer. And I'm going to talk about that in Mach 1 speeds and how that relates to your life. And this concept, along with the backwards bike, which some of you have heard, um, combined together, fact versus fiction, uh, I really believe it's going to be a game changer because bringing it all together for me over the weekend was just like, like, oh my gosh, I get it. And I feel I can more powerfully explain it 
to other people in a way that I have never explained before, because really, it's not that you're not going to have human experience. It's not that you're going to be this numb robotic human being who you never feels anger, never gets upset, never cries. Um, and it's just going to be happy 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and, and that's it. But rather that you go through life and things are going to happen, but rather than these things derailing you, rather than when something happens that's external, and then you were all happy and life was good and life was great. And you were like, oh my gosh, and your plan was going exactly as you planned. And then life happened and everything changed. Do you have a positive mental momentum or do you have a negative, really probably not much momentum happening if it's negative, but you have a momentum, but not in the direction that you want to go. And depending on where you sit today on the spectrum of being optimistic, pessimistic, negative, positive, and how you view things or how you are or are not triggered by things when they happen and what that does when it happens um, will dictate likely how your life looks like and whether the majority of the time you're getting to, to work on things you love, do things you love with people you love, making great money. And, and really experiencing life is, I would say, creating your life your way. And I say it all starts with one decision. And right now I'm saying really a my way decision, this, this ability to look at, you're going to create your life your way. This is not a rude, this is not a selfish, this is not something that is like it's my way or the highway. Because for all of you, I don't care what you want to do, but I care what you want to do. And I hope you pick up on that. Sounds like the exact same thing. I don't care what you want to do, but I care what you want to do. Anybody want to share in the chat what they think I mean by that? I don't care what you want to do, but I care what you want to do. What I mean by that is I don't have an ego attached to what I feel that you need to do that how you should live, how you should learn, how you should earn, how your business should look, when you should get up in the morning, how much money you should make, what you want to do for a living. I don't care about any of that. I care what you want to do. I have a piece of art here that my wife uh, created. It says, first, believe in yourself. Second, believe in what you do. And if any of you have watched the show, I'd love to see in the chat or send me a message. I, I got told about this. There's two seasons out and I was told about it for a long time and I never watched it. And I honestly didn't have a good understanding of it. Then when I tried to explain it to people, they wanted to still watch it. And uh, I guess a week or two ago, I just turned on an episode. And my wife and I started watching Ted Lasso. And I don't know how many of you have seen Ted Lasso, but it is an incredible show. And people have told me that I'm Ted Lasso. And um, but that word believe, so powerful. And so I've had so many people say, you believed me when no one else believed in me. And my goal with the tuning up hearts and minds one at a time is that you are ultimately getting back to a place where you're able to dream, where you're able to imagine, where you're able to reimagine your life in a way that you really thought, which I've heard people say, people will typically go for what they think they can get rather than what they really want. And I and my mission and my goal is to help people believe, realize, and know that you can have exactly what you want. Now, how it'll happen, when it'll happen, the details at which it will happen, that I do not know. And that I do not believe we can really control. And the less attachment and the more surrendering you can have to allowing whatever to happen that's going to happen, happen, doesn't mean you sit back and kumbaya and you know don't take any action and don't do anything and just, oh, great things are gonna happen. Everything's working out, all is good, no. This is not what it's about. 
It's not some Pollyanna, rainbows, butterflies, and unicorns, although those are in the mind. Not the literal ones that live, you know, out in, you know, literal butterflies. I don't know if unicorns, you know, maybe they're out there, maybe they're not. But rather, this belief that anything is possible, and if you can let go of the attachment to needing to know how it's going to happen or to having a plan that this is going to happen. I've had a few scenarios I'm going to give here before I get into the 767. I have a few clips that I want to share with you as well. But over the weekend, I said I got exactly what I wanted, but not when I wanted it. It just means I'm going to get exactly what I want sooner than I expected it. And honestly, this was a version of what my, my wife said. Um, how many of you have had plans? You planned out. You're going to quit your job here. You're going to do this then. You're going to do this there, right? And this is going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. How many of you in 2020 went into 2020 and you were fired up? And you're like, ah, this is going to be the year. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this thing and that thing. And all these amazing things are going to happen. Was it 2020 or was it 2019 or 2018, 17, 16? Was it 1976? What year was it? Is it every year? Every year do you keep saying this is going to be the year and you get these plans or have you stopped doing that because you feel as though you already know exactly what is going to happen? Why do you feel like you already know it's going to happen? Because you've already read the book, because you've done it before. And you're like, well, I already know that outcome. So why even start? Why even plan? Why even take the action? Because I already know I'm going to give up. I already know I'm going to quit. I already know it doesn't work out. I already know I'm not good enough. I already know there's people already out there doing it. I already know, I already know, I already know. Do you really? Do you really already know? The reality is, and what we're going to talk about today is that you do. Some people bring up law of attraction. I won't get into it too much but we're all using it all the time or whatever you want to, I don't care what your beliefs are. This is not about kumbaya in the basement, right? Not just thinking positive thoughts. It's about getting everything tuned up, right? Some of you, your car's so out of alignment. Your tires are flat. You haven't changed the spark plugs. And you haven't put gas in the car in a long time, right? You should be able to drive down a smooth road. Take your hands. Now don't do this in the legal department, you know, don't take your hands off the wheel, but metaphorically speaking, I love my metaphors. I guess that's why people think I'm like Ted. But metaphorically speaking, a smooth road, no rain, no cars, no nothing, nothing in the way. And it's hundreds of miles of smooth road. It doesn't matter what car you have. If you are aligned, you got your four tires, there's air in the tires, gas in the tank, and your car's perfectly aligned. You could be going 70, 80 miles an hour, take your hands off the wheel, and you're going to be able to be smooth and straight. But if you are out, of alignment. How hard, how tight will you have to clench the steering wheel to keep it to go straight? That's the tenseness, the anxiety, the stress, the worry, the frustration. Because you're so far off base. You're so far out of alignment that the things you are doing, for some would be easy. For you, it's difficult. For you, it's hard. For you, it's Effort, not effort as in you're putting in energy and time and effort into something, but effort that's hard and heavy and difficult. Because if that car is out of alignment, I got to hold the steering wheel so tight because if I take my hands off the wheel, the car is going to spin and it's going to crash and go out of control. And that's what happens when things happen that are unexpected. That if in life, where you're at right now, 
is simply in a place where you're holding on so tight, all it takes is one little thing and boom, you're triggered and you're exploding. It's like your fuse is so short that you're ready to explode, not necessarily in a good way. So when COVID happens, boom, it derails you because you're not in a positive mental momentum. You're in a negative state, right? And then that just loops you further out of control. It has nothing to do with COVID or anything else that happens. Life, death, losing a job, whatever it is, family, friends, whomever, right? When you're in a positive mental momentum, when you're aligned, when you're tuned up, when you got the spark plugs, the freaking tires, gas in the tank, you got it all, and you are going straight and narrow, it, you're going to hit bumps, but you're going to see things you'll be able to navigate. It won't make you crash. So I've got a few videos. I think it's a good time to uh, pull up a few of these videos really quick. I got two. It's going to take a few minutes. And this is where the breakthroughs I had over the weekend and why my metaphors have all been about driving a car for a long time, the mind mechanic, this kind of a tuning up a car, tuning up hearts and minds, right? But this idea that you're going to be tuned up to drive, be able to drive down the road. It used to be a jump start. Get your jump start. You're, you're, you leave the lights on, your battery dies. I jump your car and off you go. Right? I still do that for people. I definitely can energize people. But I used to think of myself, this is how I viewed myself as the person who's on here. It's just a person who kind of rambles, mouth vomits, and sits here and just, you know, I just talk. It's not really helpful. I don't really even understand why people listen. That's how I used to view myself. I thought really all I do is just plug my cables in, jump them off. Like, oh, not really that, not really that good. Not really that helpful. I mean, you need that. That is helpful if your car's dead. But now with this mind mechanic and the things I'm going to share today, there's a lot more that can be done than simply plugging cables into a car, which is very much needed, but rather being able to tune up that car, but not just to be able to drive, but to be able to fly and soar and really go anywhere and everywhere that you want and to create your life your way. And it's what I want for each and every single one of you, that when life throws, you know, people say cliche, when life throws you lemons, we make lemonade. And so... The analogy that I'm going to give you after I show you this video and the things that I, I came up with over the weekend uh, is really, really, really powerful. Really, 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 really powerful to help explain and help you understand why you are exactly where you are right now and where you can go. And so let me pull up. Let me pull up here. And hopefully this will play, uh, we should get this to play all right. But I got a couple clips I want to show you. And then uh, I'll explain here. So we're going to go history. We go right here. So this is a good friend of mine. Um, and his name is, where do we go here? Hold on a second. One second. All right, here we go. All right, so let me share my screen. Share sound. So this is a good friend of mine, uh, Brett Culp. And essentially, uh, I titled, or I, he doesn't even really have the title of this video, this, but 767. So it's all I'm going to say for now. I sent a bunch of you this message, but Brett is amazing. This video is super powerful. The metaphor is super powerful. But I think it's the one thing that's wrong at times when people just do what we do, the motivators, the inspirers, the motivational speakers is that we give these heartfelt speeches and we say these things and people go, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. 
but we don't understand why we come to these things. We go to these calls, we go to these seminars and we're like, oh my God, I was in tears. I heard this guy talk and it was so good. And then like life just never changes though, right? I'm, I'm so obsessed with everybody's bought all the courses, all the programs, all the step-by-steps, the masterminds. There's nothing wrong invariably with these things. It's that I believe there's fundamental things that are missing that we fill it in. We can achieve and have just about anything that we want. But because we're kind of taught backwards and we usually go for tech to tactics and strategies and technical and skill sets and all these external things, external, 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 everything external. And I'm going to explain how we combine the external, the internal, the invisible and the visible and, and, and bring more to reality that you've just been kind of having sit on simmer and go, well, that's probably not going to ever happen for me, but maybe, but probably not, but rather go, I absolutely know it can and it will. I just don't know when and I don't know how. So let's share the clip. Seven hundred and sixty-seven miles per hour. Mach one. That's the speed a plane has to travel to break the sound barrier. In decades past, engineers and aviators thought it was impossible because in every test, the turbulence during high-speed acceleration became so severe that they had to throttle back. Even at 766 miles per hour, the aircraft shook and rattled and bounced because everything was pushing against the acceleration. But the moment the plane hit 767 miles per hour, it's instantly smooth. Through the sound barrier, the first time ever the barrier is broken and the energy around the plane is working for it and not against it. It happens in an instant. Today, we have witnessed the secret of a single moment. A moment can turn a child into a champion and a dreamer into a design legend. Your moment is now. The price of your dreams is the choice you make today. The truth is this, you are ready. Together, you are fully prepared to back up your bold choices with decisive action. The challenges you are facing together are revealing new opportunities for investment and growth. And you are surrounded by partners who will cheer you on every step of the way. This is the moment to throttle forward to break the barrier of the things which work against you and feel the propulsion of energy working for you. Forward, together, to the edge of your capacity and courage. Forward, toward the daylight you see on the horizon. Here is your moment. Own the now. All right. Hopefully everybody heard that, saw that. Hopefully that was working. Let me get my uh, cursor back here so I can see the chat. There we go. Own the now. So here's the thing. I love that clip. I love Brett. And I think that things like that are great, right? They're all over the place. You know, everybody's seen some kind of powerful message that you've watched on YouTube or seen just like that. Now, how many of you would say, that you've hit that smooth, 
right? How many would say that you feel so close, like you're rattling and you're shaking and you know you're so close to that moment, that smooth where it just goes. How many of you feel like you're so far away? Like you're not even shaking, right? I wish I was rattling, right? There we go. I wish I was rattling. Tashina says close. Sue Leonard says almost. Who feels like they're there? Like you've hit it. It's smooth. It's silk. It's butter, right? Anybody? Honestly, like you're like, life is just smooth. No problems, no challenges. Right? I'm getting there, not yet smooth. So, and for those of you who are new here too, 222, I love it. I love that my call runs in uh, 222, 333 happens. So these will usually be about two hours. Uh, the first 30 minutes to an hour will be like this. The second hour, I usually take somebody on one-on-one. Um, I feel like I'm close. I'm rattling, except when in meditation. So here's the breakthrough that I had. And here's what I want to talk about in relationship to that is most people in life, if they're going to view that video and view that message, what they're looking for, what they're thinking, is that there will be an external circumstance or situation or outcome or result that they will hit, and that it will be smooth. Because that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like, man, the plane was going, it was rattling, it had a throttle back. And then finally, when they went beyond 766 miles per hour and they hit 767, it was smooth. But here's where I want to talk about fact versus fiction, inner versus outer. There are things that are facts. Gravity is a fact, right? The 767 is a fact. If you lost your job, it's a fact, right? There are so many things. If you broke your arm, it is a fact. It's not your imagination that your arm is <laughs> in a cast and you could actually just be like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Hey, again, legal department, you know, you're going to jump off a cliff that's a thousand feet high with rocks at the bottom and you're not going to have a parachute and you'll go, I imagine that I can fly and that I can soar. Because I was on this mind tune-up call and tune-up time Tuesday, and this Michael Gebbin, the mind mechanic guy, said, just imagine, and that I can fly instead of drive. So I'm going to jump because I can fly, right? Now, I'm being facetious. God willing, do not try this at home, right? We know we cannot do that because it is fact. Maybe you'll be the miracle. Maybe you'll be the unicorn. Maybe you'll be the one out of a million that jumps and lives, but you're likely to die. Now, there's scenarios where people are like, I want to be the one in the million. Yeah, but there's, there's places where there's be safe. And then there's other places where it's truly in the mind. But here's the reality. There are facts, but then there's fiction. There's the inner and the outer. So there's these things in life that we're looking for an outside circumstance situation. So if any of you have ever lost something, you lost a job, you lost a client, you lost something. And if things were really good and then you lost that something and then in your mind or in your now reality, according to the book of you, life is now not good. So what it appears on the surface 
what it appears is that an outside circumstance or situation will then need to be filled back in. So if life was great and you were humming along and you were lying and you're like, man, life is great. I'm good. Hey, it's amazing. And then all of a sudden some boom happens and everything changes in an instant. Depending on your state of mind will depend on what happens moving forward because the thing that happened is fact. But what will happen moving forward is simply in your imagination. It is fiction. It is not true. It is science fiction. It is not real. Where is it? It is imagined in the mind. And so if you can realize that whatever you are making up to when it will be smooth is simply made up in your mind, it is not real. Because whatever you believe that that'll be the place you feel safe and secure, that'll be when you're really successful. That'll be when you prove your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your friends, your family, that you are something. That you made that up. Because if it was fact, if we said, hey, if everybody hits $10,000 in their bank account, they'll be happy. They'll never have stress or worry ever again in their life. They'll be good. All you got to do is get to 10000 Heck, all you got to do is get to $1,000 $1, in the bank account. When everyone hits that number, if you're at 1000 or more in your bank account, you'll be happy. You won't have stress, worry. You'll think you're enough. You'll be fulfilled. Life will be amazing. See, if these things were facts, then everyone would be affected in the exact same way. But the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of the things that are affecting us or when we think it will be smooth is simply in our imagination. So if life was smooth and then life happened, something happened that now made it not smooth, that thing that threw you off may be fact. It may be real. But to the degree that whatever you think will happen moving forward, i.e., you lose a client. I just lost a pretty good chunk of my income. And I've been telling people that uh, had I not done the work that I preach on myself first, that what just happened would have really affected me in a negative way, not just me personally, but it would have affected my wife because I would have either white lied, you know, kind of went behind her back. I don't know if I should tell her she's going to be stressed and worried and that's going to make me stressed and worried and I'm going to be stressed, ah! right? But the work that I've done when I got the news, so some of you, <laughs> just full transparency, uh, that's how I try to be, right? Some of you, a lot of you, I'd love to put in the chat, Currently, a lot of you found me from Samcart. And I had ultimately, you know, been doing Samcart calls almost since uh, December of last year, but consistently without skipping a week since I believe uh, the first week of February. And um, I had no plans of going anywhere. Brian even just told my good buddy Steve a few weeks ago that everything was amazing. Gebs was amazing. They're loving him. The people on the calls absolutely love him. I'm like, all right, I'm great. They may or may not ask me to, to do it for a little less money maybe, but I'm not going anywhere. The people are happy. They're happy. All is great. And then about a week after that, I get on a call with somebody on their team. And they said, well, we just hired a full-time person named Blank. And, uh, you know, you know, appreciate your time. Just want to let you know we won't need you after next week. Now, I didn't know who this person was they hired. 
to the best of my knowledge, unless I missed the memo, I had no idea on earth they were looking to replace me and, and have somebody else do that particular session. I know they were wanting somebody full time to do a bunch that I didn't want to do, which is again, practicing what I preach. I didn't want to do all these other things. So I was doing what I loved and what I was great at. And I figured all was great. I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. So there's something I wanted. I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. And there was things I was working on. And so this quote, I got exactly what I wanted, but not when I wanted it. Yeah, I'm not big on, I won't get into that, uh, Robin, contracts. I was month to month. I mean, I wasn't on a like 12 month thing and they like terminated me. And I was like, oh my God, it was six months early. I was just month to month, but there was no signs of anything. But so I got exactly what I wanted. But all the work I've done, I would have been afraid to tell my wife about this, but I wasn't. Now I was angry and tense and oh my gosh, and this and that in the moment. Now, I don't have anything against them. I don't want anybody to go like attack Sam Card or any of that. This is not about that. I'm just giving real life scenario. I, it's what I did every week in Sam Card. It's what I do all the time. And I'll tie in a scenario about my father here and anybody remind me in the chat because it doesn't tie in in this moment, um, but, um, or it does. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, so uh, I can't not like just speak the truth. There was things I probably said on those Sam Carr calls that if they would have listened, they likely would have let me go even sooner because I can't not lie. Not that I didn't like Sam Carr, not that invariably they were doing anything wrong per se, uh, but I, I, some of the approaches, some of the people that got in were just so confused, so lost. And I'm tired of the, the selling the, the, the get rich stuff and you know selling the um, stuff where they're leaving out ingredients, like they're stretching the truth. And, and some of those things, because there was great clients. I used the software. I love Brian, all of that. Um, but I show up and, and, and do my best no matter what. And I, I have a difficult time holding things back. But um, my wife's, uh, I hope I don't get emotionally right now because uh, I won't, might, might not be able to speak. I've already done it a couple of times today, uh, so I should be okay. But um, my dad works at a cemetery and Ultimately, um, my whole career in video in, in, in certain ways was a byproduct of my father. Um, you know, we were making movies. It was my dad's movies and whatnot. And um, one of the funeral homes back in like 2004 asked if we can make slideshows. And I was like, I, I guess we could, I could figure that out. And I started doing it. And I started making money doing slideshows in my junior year of high school, then my senior year. And I filmed some other things. And I, I had know-how of this camera technology. And I was entrepreneurial. And so since I wasn't going to college and nothing else was working, I ended up falling through with this video thing. And I, I made my living off of video production from 2004 uh, till March of last year. And my dad's worked at the cemetery for, you know, over 35 years. and. Um, you know, one thing I've seen is that without any really overall, any appreciation in the big picture of things, he always shows up and does his best to keep that grass mowed to perfection, trimmed to perfection, um, taking care of the graves. And even though more people come out, people always have problems. They complain. People who are happy. Don't always, you know, make it a point. Anyone and every single one who listens to this right now, if there is someone in your life you appreciate, let them know. Even if you don't think they'll ever read your comment, your email, your private message, your text message, whatever. If that person in one way, shape, or form has made an impact on your life, let them know. Because if they see it, if they see it, then I can guarantee you 
almost any person on earth appreciates it. So my dad has more people who likely come out and have something to complain about than people who actually you know, give him praise. I think he got one plaque that said, thank you for your service in like 35 years and has gotten like one raise in 35 years. Um, barely has, has raised a thing. But the work I do is a large part because of my grandpa and my father. And um, because they let people, not many at times, hold them back from really going after their dreams and their ambitions and their goals and their aspirations. But my dad has always, always done his best. And uh, uh, so yesterday, uh, my wife's uh, parents' dog passed away, Frazier. And um, um, it was fairly unexpected overall. And um, so I asked my dad if he'd come over. They wanted to, um, they wanted to bury him out back. And my dad came over. We dig the grave and everything. And then um, the very end, there was only three of us down there. And they're like, it's good. The, 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 her, my wife's stepdad, he says, it's good. We can go. And my dad, and he probably didn't catch it. And I, I've got to tell him, but um, he says, no, I'm very anal about how the, how the dirt on the, on the grave is. And uh, what I realized is that even when he's burying a dog in some random corner of someone's backyard, he still cares about how it looks. And, uh, you know, it's the work that I've seen that for each and every single one of the people I typically attract into my life, they care deeply about people. Uh, they care deeply about people. And there's things they see marketers and people do that they, they, they couldn't sleep at night if they did it. And a lot of that's our own interpretation again. But um, the, the truth of the matter is that little thing that my dad, you know, gets or doesn't get that he has shown me even without words a lot is that no matter what, even when he helped me on my paper out, I had people 15 years after I stopped delivering the paper say I was the best paper boy they ever had in their entire life of people delivering their paper. And some of these people had had their paper. They were older people. They'd had a paper delivered to their house for 70 years. And it's because they took the time when we didn't have to. I wasn't being paid extra to do. All I needed to do was honestly drive by in a car and chuck it out of the window of the car into the front of the, the yard. That's all that was necessary. That's all that was needed. That's all that was um, required. But yet through my dad's example, we took it up and opened the door of every single person, rain, snow, shine, or anything in between. We opened that door and we put it in their door so they could wake up and start their day off right. So when what it is that you're doing in your life, how are you showing up? Who are you being? And this ability to be it rattling or not rattling, to be it smooth or not smooth right now. Although I got emotional there because it just really brings up, you know, so many things of who I am and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, but that I have so much peace right now so much peace 
And I think that I can say, because really words only say so much, it's through experience, it's through doing, it's through action that we actually learn. And so one could argue that the debt I still have, I mean, full transparency, I still have a couple thousand dollars a month, probably more than some of you make, and it's not to, to gloat at all, <laughs> but a couple thousand dollars a month in debt payments that I still have from my old me and how I spent money and things that I did and the way I spent money and da 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 so I still have debt, still have bills like anyone else. I just lost because of the way I was approaching things. So life is, was, and still will be great. It's not fake. I'm not sitting here trying to put a fake smile on and be like, yeah, I'm really happy. Life is amazing. It's so good. Like blah, 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 blah. Like I genuinely can say I'm so grateful for everything. And that this 767 moment, tying that back in, the 767 moment the, that I'm going to hit smooth, it was smooth with all that was already there. Technically, right in this moment is this is recorded, which is so powerful to be the first official one that goes on the podcast. And, you know, some of you have been here for weeks and weeks and weeks. But, like, in this moment... It is good as it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, even though in this moment, the absolute visible, so there's visible and invisible, the absolute visible of where what I just lost income wise will be filled in the visible will like, oh, it's right there. Take it. I got it. There it is. All right. Right back. Right. Because what we could say is, is I was in sexy 767 Mach 1 mode. It was smooth. It's good. I'm on autopilot. I'm moving forward, taking action, loving my life. Life is great. And then boom, out of nowhere, something happens. An external situation and circumstance rips out and then could take away the smoothness. And now if I didn't do the work I'm talking about here, I could very easily go into a negative cycle. Oh crap. I'm going to tell my wife, what's she going to say? What's she going to think? What's she going to do? <sighs> Maybe I can just, I can go a little bit and she'll never know. I don't have to tell her. I don't have to say anything. I'll just, <sighs> and then that's a lie. That's pressure. Right. And I could sit here and be like, Oh God. And then oh, I don't know where the next thing's going to come. And am I, am I going to have to go back to video? I don't want to do video anymore. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Maybe I can fight him. Maybe I can do something. You know, Robin said something about, you know, contract. Maybe, you know, I can, I can, I can push and get him to, to pay me again. And how, what did I do wrong? And what did I say? And where's the next client? <sighs> and I could go into this panic, manic, oh my God, what am I going to do mode? And if the goal to then, then fill in and get back to smooth, to get back to 767, would need to fill that external void, right? To get another client, to get that money, to get that income back in place. And then boom. I can be smooth again. I can take a breath. Take a drink of water. No. Because the fact is I'm not going to get paid by them anymore. The fiction is from that moment moving forward. Everything that can, that could, 
that might, that maybe, that will happen is all in my imagination. So even though I had a human experience in the moment for the 20 minutes ish, I was on the call and was like tense and tight and angry and what the heck and you caught me off guard and why didn't you tell me a month and a half ago, da, 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 and all these things. There's a couple on the call who got my message immediately following. It felt appropriate to send these particular individuals the message raw in the moment. And then getting to the place now where honestly, Within 20 minutes of sending that message, I told my wife wasn't feeling that good. I told her after I told them because she was sleeping and not feeling good. But I told her and my wife said, and this is where I probably get emotional here because my wife is amazing, but it's the work we've done together. This work that I'm talking about on this call. She said, wow, well, that was unexpected. Now you're going to do what you were meant to do. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> so I can keep talking here or ball my eyes out. Some of you may want to see that, but such a powerful moment. Because I have positive mental momentum, just like last year, I got exactly what I wanted, but not when I wanted it. I said last year is going to be the last year I do video production. Guess what? It was. Did it go as planned? Absolutely not. I was going to have video projects till about June, July-ish, uh, and COVID happened. $30,000 of video production evaporated in an instant. Now, here's the thing. Because I had positive mental momentum and not negative, I wasn't glass half empty. I wasn't pessimistic. It sucked. It was like, oh, crap, what's going on? But my positive mental momentum towards the goal, create your life your way. Talk about what you want. Think about what you want. Know what you want. I knew what I wanted. I'd been talking about what I wanted. I had an emotion towards what I wanted. So rather than go, oh my God, well, what do I do? Well, how do I get that money back for the video? Who can I call in video? What editing jobs could I do? What video? Because I could see clearly how all the things I could have done when that happened. Was I in a phenomenal financial situation where it's like losing that money and not in that moment, not having a clear, visible, absolute and certain smooth Mach 1 of like, no problem. I'm good. Everything's great. Like, look at it. Oh, no, just popped right in. No, that wasn't there. I wasn't even going to be able to pay my bills, quite frankly, full transparency. Yet this work, which is even a year deeper, a year deeper than it was last year. The positive mental momentum had me go, we'll figure this out. But I guess I'm starting coaching, you know, earlier than expected, right? I got exactly what I wanted, not when I wanted it, but I got what I wanted sooner than I expected. Because had that not happened and the mindset that I had, who knows, I would have probably kept getting video opportunities. I would have been teased, ah, $10,000 project, $5,000 project, because I had that world dialed in. But by removing it, I didn't think one second about going back to video. I was ready for coaching, speaking, and doing the work that I am doing with all of you right now. And the next chapter has just begun. The next story to my storybook has just started. And it's because of the work. And I hope you're getting this. 
that if you believe that you're not even rattling, which means you're not even moving and you're not doing anything and nothing's happening. And that's why you don't have the business or the income that you want. And you're stressed and you're worried and you're anxious and you're, I don't know, and, da, 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 and all these things. And I've been there. But if you're thinking that an external thing happening, money, income, debt-free, you know, relationships, getting a divorce, you know, any of these things, certain business accomplishment, goals, awards, whatever is external, a car, a house, a location, whatever it is. If you think that when those things happen, you'll then hit the Mach 1 and it'll be smooth, you will forever go through life on a roller coaster that you probably don't enjoy riding. Because you will be sorely disappointed because when life happens, the uncontrollable part of life, the part that can't be planned, it can't be scripted, it can't be actually like, this is what will happen on this date and time. All you can know is you might show up on a date and time or do your doggone best to do it. But what happens, you never really know. But we're looked at to be crazy if we're imagining a better future than we have now. I think it was Muhammad Ali who kept going and going and going. I am the best. I am the best. I am the best. Even when he was the worst. Until he was the best. Now, some go, well, that's being, you know, that's being naive. Well, sometimes being naive is also really powerful because sometimes the more you know, the less you act. Because you don't think you know enough. Or you know so much that you already feel like you know the outcome. But what I have really come from doing this work is realizing that the 767 moment, there's an outer and an inner, and the outer are facts. There are truths. There are absolutes that everyone, if it happens, will experience as a collective whole the same outcome. And then there's the inner 767, and that is all created by ourselves, by our minds, by our imagination. And so I don't need anything to be filled back in. I don't need the money I lost to be filled back in for me then to be like, oh my God, life's amazing again, right? It was 767. It was smooth. It was great. Now it's not because an external thing happened. So now I'm rattling, right? And then I do a bunch of things and I'm really manic and I'm really stressed and I'm, uh, and then I can breathe again. Smooth, thank God, that was tough. That was hard, Whew. right? Then I had a moment where it went shaky. I did. But I was able to get back to smooth without any external situations changing. Are you all getting this? There's almost 30 of you on here. I don't even know how many are listening in on Facebook. You can leave comments there later. Are you getting this? Does this make sense? Is it clear? Now, the next part I want to say where the problem comes into this whole thing is the difference between intellectual understanding and embodiment. I can say that I got versions of this, probably was doing a lot of it for many years, but it wasn't intentional. I wasn't very intellectual. It was just kind of haphazardly happening. But then once I got intellectual about it, the problem that happened is like the backwards bike store, which some of you have heard, but we're going to tie it into this and wrap this on a bow right now. A lot of you get how to lose weight, 
how to be in business, how to be nice to people, how to have great relationships. Like you get it. You've taken courses, you've read books, you've got degrees, you've got certifications. You intellectually get it. You intellectually understand it. But why do you not have peace in your life, joy regularly in your life, fulfillment, the income, all the things that you want and desire rather than the things you've settled for because you don't really think you could get what you want or some marketer has had you go, this is what I really want, but, and then you have the marketing spiel. I had a guy who was in a guy's program last year, and I'm going to give the, the backwards bike in a second to this, but which actually, ironically, I always say this time frame. Let me flip this for just a second and tell the backwards bike, then I'll tell his story because there's nine months both tie in. The backwards bike is the best example I can give to take what you just heard about 767 inner outer, recognizing what is actual fact and what is fiction, what is in the mind that's made up, that you're making up, that's causing you stress, worry, anxiety, frustration, da 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 da, right? What's inner and outer? But how do you get to a place where I believe that I'm at in many ways? That when things happen, it's not that I'm not going to cry or be angry or have human emotions, but simply as a default, I get to be able to experience joy and happiness and fulfillment and ease and peace of mind more or less all of the time as a default. And then there's the exception to the rule. So my rule is that. The exception is when something happens and I have a human experience to it. And then I get back right where I'm at. Because the fact happened, but everything that happens around that fact of how I get stressed and worried and all these things for months and months or years and years is all in my imagination. And no external thing needs to happen for me then to be able to experience peace of mind again. I can experience peace of mind right here and now. Now, to the degree that you're glass half empty versus glass half full, to the degree that you're pessimistic versus optimistic, to the degree that you've been practicing things that are very disempowering, that you've been talking to yourself in a very negative way, that you are living a life that's not your life, but the life that others believe that you should have, that you have other people that you've learned from that have had you second guess what you really feel you should do, but you don't do because you think that it's wrong, because you don't view yourself through a high enough lens and filter, so you view other opinions higher than your own opinion you don't trust yourself but you semi-trust others Woo! god dang god dang god diggity dang let's <laughs> take a drink of water real quick <laughs> some people are like they're they're on here for the first time they're like i don't know what i just saw happen i don't know what's going on <laughs> who is this guy all right anyways Keep moving forward. So the backwards bike and then the story that'll come immediately following that. It's very difficult when you feel like intellectually you get it all. I got it. I'm clear. I got it. I got it. But I don't got nothing. <laughs> I don't have anything I want. So what's going on? So the backwards bike is a guy who did an experiment that essentially created a bike that looked like a normal bike. But you turn left, it goes right. You turn right, it goes left. Now listen with new ears. For those of you who've heard me tell the story 15 times already, listen like you've never heard it before. Listen like you've never heard it before. 
From left, it goes right. To right, it goes left. His son, who's about six years old, been riding a bike for three years. With daily practice, he rode the bike within a few weeks. The dad, who is in his 40s, would go on speaking engagements, telling anybody and everybody he can, here's the bike. It's a backwards bike. When you turn left, it goes right. When you turn right, it goes left. If you ride the bike 10 feet, I'll give you 250 bucks. Now, how many do you believe of those of you on this call could go, I get it. I get it. Yes, I get it. It's a backwards bike. It looks like a normal bike. You turn left, it goes right. You turn right, it goes left. You're like, I get it. And then you get on the bike and you wobble and you fall. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm going to get it. You get on the bike, you wobble and you fall. Right? You get on the bike, you wobble and you fall. You get frustrated because you're like, why can't I ride this bike? Like, I get it. I understand exactly how this bike works. This isn't complicated. This isn't science. This isn't anything complicated like trigonomics or whatever, right? This isn't brain surgery. This is a bicycle. I know how to ride a bike. This bike works like a normal bike. It looks like a normal bike, but it doesn't ride like a normal bike. And I understand. I was told I wasn't caught off guard. It's not like I got on the bike and I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was that. No, you were told ahead of time. You get it. You understand it. This is all the stuff that you have learned, but you are not getting to actually work in your life and work for you in your life. And the next step here is the most important. And that is because you are not practicing regularly until it clicks. See, the dad had to practice riding that bike for almost nine months nine months before his brain clicked. And then he could ride the backwards bike. Then it took 20 minutes to ride the regular bike again. The bike he could ride effortlessly before. The bike he could ride his entire life. So some of you have been mentally beating yourselves up for your whole life. But you're here likely because you want something more. Some of you, and type in the comments why you're here. I love doing this. I love reading it afterwards. But why are you here? Why do you come? What do you want to gain from being here? What do you gain from being here? What did you gain today? What have you gained if you have done it multiple other weeks in the past? What do you want from being here? What are you getting from being here? What have you gained from being here, right? But that's exactly it. So he had to practice every single day. So for me to, to intellectually understand, I'm a positive guy. I'm an optimistic person, right? I'm a glass half full. That is my default. So if you're already on the other end of the spectrum, you probably have even longer. Now I'm not saying it's nine months. It could be nine weeks, nine days, nine years. I don't really know. It depends on how much you practice. It depends on you know how much you do it. But that's the problem with personal development. That's the problem with live events. That's the problem with all this stuff. There's no practice and implementation. There's a, I'm on a high. I get it. This is great. I'm coming back. I'm fired up. I'll tell my mom, my mom, my friend, my dad, my wife, my whomever. And they're going to be like, yeah, that's stupid. You went to one of those things. Oh, my God. A lot of those people where they chant, are you drinking the Kool-Aid? Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. Uh-huh. Sure. Good luck with that. I've seen this you know, dog and pony show before. Wish you the best. You know, we go through the drive-through 
multiple times a week for years now at uh, St. Louis Bread Company here locally. And today we went through, had our puppies in the back, they give them treats. And the one lady, Angie, is just an amazing person. And uh, uh, they're interacting and they're so great. When I first pulled up, I said, the lady <laughs> didn't know, it was a new voice. And I said something, I said, am I, am, am I, are my, uh, are my bread co ladies in there? And this lady's like, what? And then I hear Angie, Michael, and I hear Angie say this thing. And I'm like, we get, I take the order. I go up and then the, the normal people we know are up there and there wasn't anybody in line. So we're talking a little bit more than normal. I said, how many people, she goes, we need more people like you. I said, how many people come in here and are, are, are friendly to you? And she's just, yeah, not, not, not very many really. I mean, we're always, it's always our fault. Everybody's always, you know, we did it wrong, got the wrong order. We don't have something in, in stock, you know, and they're always mad at us, you know, um, very, 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 very few people, sometimes not in even one day, does someone come in like you? So I attract a lot of similar people in a lot of ways. So I know some of the things I say, you likely already do. But realize that your superpower can be as simple as the fact that you infect with not in this negative, crazy way in our world of infection right now, but simply can infect people with your, your enthusiasm, with your love, with your compassion. You can go through the drive-through and rather than just, hey, what, you know, Sinless Bread Company, what can we get you today? You can go, hey, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, and I've been through this so many times. They know my name. They give us extra free stuff here and there. I'm not special. I just treat them like they are because they are. I just give back what I give out. But I'm no longer afraid of giving that. I'm no longer afraid of people thinking I'm too much, that I'm over the top. And I'm going to show another clip that ties into that here in a second. We'll take somebody on here shortly. Um, but I had a guy who was inside of a $10,000 coaching program last year. He joined. And after day one, I would become friends with people because I was the coach. So any of you saw me on Sam Cart, you see me right now. I mean, I am opening up the world what none of these coaching programs have. What I've been doing behind the scenes, I'm opening up to the public. I'm not hiding behind anyone anymore. So I'm inside this program and some people got lucky enough to, oh, wow, this guy's really helpful. So I became friends with people who are in there. They've got 300 videos step-by-step -step, on a silver platter, exactly what to do, everything, how to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Facebook group, one-on-one -on -one, private call once a month, four other group calls to get on. I mean, they got everything they need to succeed. I help the people who are still stuck confused, lost. It wasn't working for them. It wasn't resonating. They thought they bought the final private jet when in fact they realized there's a lot to still learn. There's a lot to still do. And a lot of the stuff I'm being asked to do, I don't want to do. I don't like, right? And so this guy posts inside of a wedding group and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm in a lot of wedding groups. I'm not active on any of them, but I would see somebody I'm friends with here and there post. And if there's something of whatever, I might pay attention. And so, um, anywho, he posts in a wedding group like a day, two days after he joins. I take a screenshot of it. I send him a message. He goes, am I in trouble? I said, why do you think you're in trouble? I didn't say you were in trouble. So he automatically like was triggered like I was in trouble. I'm like, no, it's all good. And um, so what happened was that um, he said, well, I really want to do weddings. Like I ask all of you and I would ask anybody, if you didn't need money, and I know there's some, there's always nuances. This is the work I do with people one-on-one -on -one or in groups. Uh, what I'm doing in the 
uh, the, the mind tuning, co mind tune up coaching experience that I offer outside of these calls where I'm, I'm, I'm coaching people and we're getting people together and things like that. October 9th is Saturday. Some of you are coming into town. I'm super excited. Um, but essentially he said, well, I would do weddings and insert whatever any of you want to do. If you are, or are not doing it, or if you know what it is, I would do weddings. My wife and I really love weddings. Like I just, I love doing weddings. I'm super excited about weddings. And then there was a but. Here we go. The big but. The dot, dot, dot. The magic but. Right? I love the magic but. But. And then I swear he might as well just read, read the script from the, the marketer that sold the course, sold the training, sold the program. Because what came after the but was all the reasons why he shouldn't do weddings. Why he shouldn't do what he really wants to do, what he shouldn't do, why he shouldn't do what's really in his heart, what really lights him up, what excites him. Because somebody he deemed to be smarter, wiser, more successful, and made a hell of a lot of sense. That's the kicker. The butt made a heck of a lot of sense. It really did. It wasn't like what he said didn't make any sense. And it wasn't like what he said wasn't true that it couldn't have worked, that he wasn't right. Because what came after that but was, well, it's not scalable, it's not leverageable, it's one-off projects, it's probably a cap to how much I can make, it's hard to get repeat business. You know, how many of you on this call today would love to have recurring clients, recurring revenue, where every month on autopilot, you know exactly what you're going to make every single month. You've got five clients at $2,000 a month and you're making $10,000 a month. How many of you would be like, sign me up for that? Like, that's what I want. Come on now, get on down to it. Yeah, that's what they sold. And everybody I talked to was like, I said, were you pressured to, to buy this? Did you feel like you were, you were bullied, under pressure, da, 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 da? No, no, not at all. They were really so kind. They were so helpful. And, you know, it was just, it was a really great thing. Like, I didn't feel that at all. Yet so many people were seemingly to really struggle really hardcore with the blueprint laid right out before them on exactly what to do, how to do it, and what ways to do it, what to say, who to message, what ads to run, how to run the ads. And yet people in there for a year, and they didn't make a dime. People in there for six months, and they had made 500 bucks. This particular person, nine months. Hmm, what a coincidence with the backwards bike story. Around nine months is the number I've been telling people in the story. Whether it was exact, I don't know, but it was somewhere around this. He's in this program. Not going very well. Not making much progress. Not making much money. But he should be able to have five $2,000 clients. That's just one of the examples they gave. And again, mind you, somebody joined because of me, who I coached, who made $18,000 in three weeks. More proof in my own mind and why what I'm doing, somebody like me, doesn't have to be me, but if you resonate with me, great. But somebody like me and the work that I do, find, if you're here, we well, found one at least. That foundational work, this foundational work can take you into whatever the heck you're going to do and move mountains with it. Because a guy I coached for nine months went into that same program and made $18,000 in like three weeks because of what he learned.
It wasn't a sham. It wasn't a schmuck thing. They weren't taking advantage and screwing people over. It was great. It was a lot of in-depth stuff. That's what I'm telling you. But more people than not, he wasn't working for. And it's because of this. It's because of people being easily coerced into not believing in themselves and what they really want to do, what would make them most excited and what they would do regardless of if they got paid. Because guess what? Right now, directly, directly, as in people on this call, some are paying me, but some of you are literally listening to this call for nothing, complimentary, right? You're getting to listen in for not a dollar exchanged. I'm not giving you anything different than I would give you if I if you paid me, except I'd be talking to you in some way, shape, or form. I'd be interacting with you. I'd be connecting with you. I'd be able to hear you. I'd be able to help you probably even easier and faster than I'm helping you by you just hearing this. But nonetheless, you're still getting the information that can help you, that can move you forward, right? So that guy finally went after what he wanted. What did he want? He wanted to do. Anybody know? What did he want to do? What did the guy join the program? What did he want to do to begin with? And then had a big butt. What did he want to actually film? Okay, good. We're, we're paying attention. I, I should make sure I interact here and there. So make sure you're all following along. Right? You're still awake. Weddings. He lost his job or quit or fired. Some scenario happened towards the end of last year. He had, I think, two weddings booked going into this year. And when I would talk to him, he was really worried. I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. I don't know if it'll work out. I've got about a month or two's worth of money. Um, so, you know, this has all got to work here in the next 30 to 45 days, or I might have to go get a job. In three months, he booked $45,000 worth of weddings. He ended up fully booking out this year for how many weddings he wanted to book. I think he booked over $70,000 worth of weddings. He's already almost fully booked for next year. I believe he's going to make over eighty dollars to $90,000 next year, and he's already booking into 2023. Hmm. My mind is blown because this isn't the first time I have seen this happen. Whether it's directly in my own life, literally, or in the lives of those that I've seen around me. That when you get out of your own way, when you listen with a higher level of discernment to those who you're seeking advice from and what they may or may not tell you, they think that you should do, the likelihood if you can gain, in 20, I think 19 or 2020, I had a notebook. The year, that, that word for that year was uh, faith and trust. This year, I believe, was bold and awareness. I'd have to look because I've just been living it. I don't look at it every day, but it was to be more bold this year, to gain, have more awareness myself and for others around what I'm doing. But a few years ago, it was faith and trust because I wasn't taking certain actions because I didn't trust myself. Because I really just believed that if I took the action, I already knew the outcome. And the outcome was a predictor from my past, which said, you're going to start this and you're going to stop it in a week. You're going to start this and you're going to stop it in a week and a half, two weeks, three months. So why even get started? You're just going to waste your time. And then what are people going to do? They're not going to trust you. They're not going to believe you. Because when you show up, they start to like you and trust you. And then you fall off the earth. So I stopped having faith and trust in myself for what I was doing. 
Some of you, that may be the words you have to have. You have to build back up that faith and trust in self. Because here's the thing about potential. Here's the thing about what has the most potential. For that particular person and that person only, which is all I ever care about, I care about the individual because what's going to work for Hitesh versus Robin versus Rodrigo versus Linda versus Janice versus uh, Sue, Selena and Norman uh, and uh, Tashina, et cetera, et cetera. What is going to work for all of you on an individual basis will be different. So I do this. So lots can hear and try to do what they can with it. And then those who want to go deeper and don't want to continue to fall on their face while they're figuring it out, I can be there to be a guide, right? And to help hold your hand a little bit, but teach you to fish, not give you fish. I don't tell people what to do. I don't really even tell people how to do it. Because as I started this call, I don't care what you do, but I care what you do. So what has the most potential? Well, on an individual to individual to individual basis, it's truly what you will do the most with from your actions, right? From your behavior, from your personality, from how you're wired, from your desires, from what you really want. That if you won the lottery, you do or not do. Because the thing that could make potentially, if you were into it, more money than the thing you really want to do, will never make hardly any money because I've seen it over and over again. Things that, yes, there are people making $50 million a year doing. They're telling other people how to do it. Most of those people never do it because it's not what they want to do. So it's worthless to them. The potential in it is almost zero. That guy almost made hardly any money, to the best of my knowledge, in those nine months. But the backwards bike is I just kept kept on him, kept on him, kept saying things, asking questions. I beat to the same drum. <laughs> if you can't convince me that you want to do what you're trying to do, right? I'm going to listen. I want to read between the lines, right? I want to hear what's not being said. I want to feel what's inside. And so if you're trying to convince me you want to do something, the only time I'll just like not encourage it is if you really like, I just feel like you're just blowing smoke. Right. And you're not, it's an ends to a means I'm doing this so that then I can do that. Now, if you already have a job or something, making your money, depending on your situation, family, kids, I get it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do in the moment. Right. Cause everything comes with, you know, consequences, but don't build a business you don't want. Don't build a business just for the outcome because there's lots of ways to get to your outcome. And a business that you don't want will be 10 times harder, even if it's technically easier than a business that you want. You hear that? A business you don't really want, like both take energy and effort. The business you want, don't want anything in between. It all takes energy and effort to get to something that has some level of like decent income to probably pay all your bills. And hopefully more than that, right? It's going to take energy and effort. And anybody telling you it takes no energy and no effort, like the state of mind I'm talking about still takes energy and effort and practice and intentionality on a regular basis that when things happen, you catch it, right? You catch it. Okay, what do I do here, right? Until you get to a place where then 
you have that positive mental momentum and not negative momentum, that you're, you, you have an absolute certainty, an absolute conviction that you're going to get to your outcome. There'll be bumps in the road. There'll be things that get in the way. There'll be things that throw you off course. But regardless, you will make it there. And you know that, that much you know is true. I think I'll just go for 15 more minutes before I take somebody on. I, you know, these ebb and flow. If you're new here, sometimes I might take somebody on the first 30 minutes. Sometimes I might take them on in an hour and a half. And maybe sometimes I won't take anybody on at all. Uh, but as a collective whole, uh, that part ranges. So uh, anybody who's been on here, I'm sure you felt like the last hour and 15 minutes flew by. It seems to be a trend for most people. Um, but I want to take some questions for the chat. Where are you stuck? Where's the yeah buts for you? Where's the, okay, you said this, but what about this? I don't get that. Like, I'm going to wait here. I'm going to kind of, you know, do my thing here for a minute, but I want you to type some things in. I want to take a few things from the chat and see where, where do you still feel like it makes sense, but where's your butts? <laughs> Probably in seats, right? But maybe you're standing, maybe you're walking. I don't really know. Uh, depending on where you're listening to this live, or uh, maybe we'll do a you know an intermission here while we while we let people get in uh, and, and and type something out there. But um, yeah, you know, again, if you're listening to this and it's not the live session, I really encourage you to join in live because one thing that I think is really powerful. Before I clicked on this, I think there was over a hundred messages. People are building relationships and making connections and connecting with people. You know, one thing I find is, is that when somebody resonates with anyone's message, you'll find like-minded people in their communities, in their chat rooms, in their wherever. So if you're listening to this not on the live Zoom, I encourage you to get into the Zoom. That's where the most people are showing up right now, and that's where the interaction and people are connecting, emailing each other, making friends and having conversations and having collaborations. So I highly encourage you to go to mindtuneuptimelive.com. And you can register for the Zoom there and you can join the Facebook group. So these are probably likely to come out a week or two after the recordings are coming a week or two after they've happened live. So every live at two, every, every live, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, I do this session you are listening to live. It's live on Zoom and it is live in the Facebook group and the replays live in the Facebook group. So again, mindtuneuptimelive.com is where you can register for these Zooms and you can essentially um, access to join the Facebook group. And then from there, um, you know, they're not up yet as of the recording of the live version of this, but the, the goal is we'll have uh, some show notes. I'll end up swapping those out in the Facebook group and there'll be more than the same, like it's just called Mind Tune Up Timeline every week because <laughs> they're all look like they're the same. I'm in the same background. I have the same thing. And so, um, uh, anywho, um, you know, the goal is we'll start, I have some awesome people that are going to be doing show notes for me. So they'll do some breakdowns of what kind of happened on these calls. Um, so people can look back and go, Ooh, I really want to listen to that one. Or I want to re-listen to that one. Um, cause I know it's hard. First of all, zoom, there's no other recordings you're getting from that and Facebook. It's hard to watch the replays. I've been told that many times. So, uh, I'll be getting that up and, and, and doing that, but, uh, things are popping in here. Somebody reading some things here, uh, in, in another second. Uh, but yeah, I'm super grateful for all of you. And, and this is my, my way of giving back. You know, this is my way of, of delivering massive value. I mean, my goal of anybody who's going to sign up with me sometimes is just simply reciprocation. They've gotten so much value, you know, complimentary for quote unquote free of charge, you know, however you want to view it that, you know, when you sign up, you just want to give back. 
Sometimes you want the acceleration and the speed of implementation of getting unstuck because I know that I can see life's leaks. You know, I'm that story where you can't figure out where the leak is and I go click, 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 click. Oh, that's where it is, right? And can hear and see things that sometimes when you're so in the mud still, you don't know, you get these things intellectual, but you don't know what to practice. Because when I hear people, because it's live, People aren't editing themselves and typing and deleting and re-editing. I hear people, my lines, when I hear you, I can help you. When I hear, I can pick up on language and words that are likely disempowering and holding you back because there's things that you say that you don't even know that you say. I've had people say something to me that are highly helpful in my life that like you just said X, Y, Z, like 10 times in the last half hour. And then I'm, because now I'm aware now I'm shining a spotlight on it. I can do something about it. Sometimes you, you know, you get this all, but there's things that are quote unquote hurting you right now that you don't know. You can't see. That's the only part that I charge for is to help be that spotlight, like that guy, that Yoda, the like, you know, point at the things that are, oh, that's that. So now you can then work on it yourself. I mean, do whatever you want with this. Some of them will be fine with just this. I'm not trying to hold back, but that's just the other part of what I do. And, um, you know, ultimately I'll have the, the URLs at this point in time, but we're calling it as of right now, the mind tune up coaching experience. Um, or maybe some other versions will give it, but right now that's what we're giving it. And, uh, that'll include a couple in-person mind tune up meetups. It includes this four part debrief with some of you on this call have gotten to uh, take and my man Cohen Sisler is actually on here. And so you get a one hour session, um, with him and um uh, which is super powerful everybody's done it has absolutely loved it and it's brought a lot of clarity um two things i always talk about you know you a hybrid gas powered electric car are you a monkey are you a fish shining a light to help you understand more who you are greater awareness um and then every thursday uh starting next week i'm going to be doing a call that's not public it's not on the podcast it's nowhere else where rather than an hour and a half of me just talking as soon as i get on i'm going to start coaching people um, in a group setting and so uh i think that's the main meat and potatoes so i'm not gonna say prices because these things are going to continue to evolve and change uh but right now you can go to the mindmechanic.net click coaching and if you've already seen enough, there's a basic page. I'm getting a more elaborate thing to help understand it a little clearer. Uh, sell it maybe even a little better than I sell it here. But you can go there and you can sign up with whatever the current rates are uh, currently. The mindmechanic.net coaching, that gives you that. It also gives you one month of what I call coach in your pocket. So coach in your pocket is the private access to me for a month. And you'll have me... Um, you know, essentially with the ability to literally just talk to me, uh, you can send me messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week in this app called Voxer. I won't get too much into it, but it's extremely powerful. And then my only other offering is if you want to do more than that month of private coaching, then we can talk about that. But that's all I got. I'm not selling nothing else. I don't have nothing else. I'm doing these every Tuesday. Um, and outside of this, my focus is on those paying clients uh, because this is my, my gift, my give back to the world, um, give you everything I got on these sessions. And then from there, um, it's just if you want the connection, the acceleration of it and actually my support. Um, so again, that's it. Keeping it simple. I have my business life exploded in video production when I got it narrowed down to this is what I do. This is who I am. And um it just blew up and it was so simple. So it's the same thing I've been working on for years to get to with coaching. It's just absolute simplicity uh, because the more I eliminate, the more I simplify, 
the also easier it is to maintain the positive mental momentum that I have. So now that I did that intermission, let me show you one more clip and then I'm gonna read these and we're gonna see what we've got here. So here's one more wonderful clip to share. Now, how many in the chat, I'll scroll back up here, but how many in the chat have seen Ted Lasso? Any yeses who's left on here? Any lesses? Yeses, lesses. We got at least one, Robin. So I love this clip. I was told there's two seasons of it. I was told for a few years now to watch it. We got one episode left of season two, and I'm going to share with you one clip. And then I'm going to take these, these things in the chat, and then, uh, and then we'll go from there. And I'll probably take on one person here, and we'll do some one-on-one -on -one work. So share right here. Here we go. What do I need to win? Two triple. Oh. Hmm. Mate, what do I need to win? Two triple twenties and a bullseye. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. You know, Rupert, guys have underestimated me my entire life. And for years, I never understood why. It used to really bother me. But then one day, I was driving my little boy to school, and I saw this quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall there. It said, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. So I get back in my car and I'm driving to work. And all of a sudden it hits me. All them fellas that used to belittle me, not a single one of them were curious. You know, they thought they had everything all figured out. And so they judged everything and they judged everyone. And I realized that they're underestimating me. Who I was had nothing to do with it. Because if they were curious, they would ask questions, you know? Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? <laughs> Which I would have answered, yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from age 10 till I was 16 when he passed away. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Be curious. I've realized I've been curious my whole life. I've always asked questions. I've always questioned things. When people talked about my energy, I couldn't understand it. I didn't get it, but I never stopped questioning. What is it? What do people like? What do they want? I can't touch it like my water bottle. Where is it? Where's this energy? It's just observed. It's invisible. Yeah, but it makes an impact. And I'll read again because I love it. My mother, Teresa Cope, be you anyway. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Jealous, be happy.
anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough, but give your best anyway. For you see in the end, whatever you believe in this scenario, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. So be you anyway. So God, universe, source, vibrations, vortexes, or anything else in between that you believe, own it and be the best damn version of it. There's a guy I know who said, if you want to be an atheist, be an atheist and be the best damn atheist on planet Earth. Good old Ted Lasso, believe. Let me read a few things here, and then I'll see what one I'm going to go off on a tangent for, and then we'll take it from there. <sighs> I've written a book, got my website, my YouTube channel, but I get stuck with the tech. This is what I love where I, you know, I'm not a punch in the face person, but I, sometimes I need a punch in the face and I don't do it often because usually I do things with so much more. My answer is like 40 minutes to get to what some might do in 40 seconds, which would just punch you in the face and do the Nike slogan, which is just do it. Too many people are saying just do it. And I'm obsessed with the people who are, know what they need to do and they're not doing it. And my thing is why. I am curious why people know what they need to do. They get on a call like this and they go, I get it. I understand it. Makes sense. Thumbs up, brother. Right. You've been following stuff like me for 30 years and yet you still are stressed, maybe worried, anxious. You don't have the money, the income, the career, what you want. So do you really get it? This is what I had to ask myself. The last time I had a major money situation, I looked at my wife and I said, we keep saying it's going to be OK. It is OK and it always will be OK. But if we believe that. then we really shouldn't be worried. Because otherwise, a lot of people those of you who can't see this right now, I'm moving my hand. I don't know how you describe it. Maybe somebody in the chat can, but uh, it's just all lip service, just all talk. Right? So to the degree that I realize when I'm saying that, if I really believe that it is okay, will be okay, always has been okay, what am I worried about? What am I stressed about? Don't do me much good. If I can get back to that place that is mental, not physical, but the mental creates the physical. So we get back to that mental place of 767 can happen now. Life is good. So I was stuck on none of these things were being uploaded to YouTube. You know why? Because I've done the simplest thing possible. I click Zoom, start every week and i created it where it just you register and it endlessly sends you an email every week you get that email i don't gotta set it up zoom does it i don't even need anybody to set it up i just had to set up the initial thing right but then to get this uploaded i don't really want to mess with downloading it editing it i know how to do every piece of the puzzle it's not a tech issue for me this thing is not as of today on itunes because i don't know how to do it i'm not stuck with the tech issues it's not an incompetency and i would guarantee for a lot of you it's not an incompetency it's either i don't want to i'm not willing to and sometimes and i don't know how but an i don't know how can always be learned 
But then it comes after the reason you're not learning it and not doing it because you don't want to and you don't like to. So do I not know how to download this, edit it? I was in video production for 16 years. I got the editing software on my computer. I can most definitely download this, chop off beginnings and ends, or add a bumper, an intro, or outro, or even just do what needs to be done, convert it to an MP3 and change nothing. And then get it uploaded to Libsyn. And then type something up and go, well, what did I talk about? Okay, well, here's the title. Here's what it talked. I don't like to do it and I don't have to do it. So over the weekend, as I would say, shit or get off the pot and probably why people like me, because I don't just preach at people and say, do as I say, but not as I do. I say, do as I say, and as I do, because I'm not asking you to do anything I wouldn't be willing to do myself. And so I went on Fiverr, which I hadn't been on since 2012. I had talked about it to some people, even on SAM card calls. So I got on there. And I found three people. And here's a good tip for you. I wanted to have somebody to do show notes and edit and upload, do these things. So I found a show notes person. I found three. They had some good ratings. And then I got a $5 person. I got a $10 person. And I got a $20 person. I got three people. And before I thought, oh my God, these are two hours. It seems like they're going to cost me 30 to 50 bucks a pop to get them done. Now that's worth it to me. But here's the thing. I thought, well, best thing I can do is try out a few people. See how they do it. See how they respond. See how quick. Contrast it. Have three people do the same thing. But I thought, well, man, that's going to cost me about 150 to 200 bucks. I thought, well, screw that. I'm going to go take one of my old Facebook lives. So it took about a 25 minute because they were ranging it on time. If it's zero to 10 minutes, it's this. If it's this to this. So, you know, if you had a, something less than 20 minutes, five bucks, one person, 10 bucks, another person, 20 bucks, another person. To do the exact same thing, three people did a 25 minute Facebook live. Three people. Three different prices, same thing, same audio. The person with five bucks actually did do the best. Interestingly enough, they were the quickest, responded the fastest, got it done the quickest, and did the best work. The next person was the $20 person. They were, in a different way, also the best and really liked it. Took a little bit longer. I think they were a little bit more in demand, so I took a little longer. And then the one in the middle, eh, they were okay. Took the longest to also get done. Um. And the other two people also were like, man, I needed this today. This was so helpful. I really loved it. I can't wait to work with you more. And the other one was just like, thanks, here you go, right? So obviously I also like the other two simply because I also like affirmation. But rather than pay 120 to 200 bucks to get the test done before I start paying to do something I could do but don't want to do, well, it cost me like $35. And now the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders. Awesome. Felt like I could fly. I, I was so excited to get that, read it, and be like, dang, this is really good. And um, so that's the answer with that, right? Get help. Because if there's something that needs to be done, it's not a matter of you don't know how because you could learn. But if it's a matter of I don't want to or I don't like to, and if it needs to be done, then you need to figure out how to delegate it or eliminate it. Because if you're not going to do either, then you're screwed, plain and simple. I'm always looking for how can I eliminate things so they don't even need to be done or need to be delegated. I'm always looking for the simplest way to get to the outcome. But if I really feel like, wow, this really needs to be done, and I either have to learn it, I don't want to learn it, I have to learn it, I could learn it, but I still don't want to do it or I already know what to do it and I don't want to do it and I don't like it. 
then the reality is if it really needs to be done and I'm not basically just willing to do it, then I got to have somebody else do it. Because if it's necessary, again, you're screwed because if it's necessary, you're not going to do it. You're not going to delegate it and you can't eliminate it. There you have it. Soon I have two, uh, not buying another jet, only coaches moving forward. Yeah, I'd rather buy coaches all day, every day. That's why what I'm selling is not a course or a program with more information to consume in abundance and hundreds and hundreds of videos you likely will never watch because most people, God forbid you're creating one, but you know, courses can be great. People do learn from them. They usually make a lot more money if done and marketed properly for the course creator than they do of people actually going through the stuff. That's why I love the ability to just, especially anybody who wants connection, it doesn't mean books and things shouldn't be done. Not saying that, but having a level of connection adds incredible value and, 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 and can combine and help people go through things rather than just simply saying, here's the stuff, go through it. Because how many of you have bought an ebook you never read? How many of you have bought a course you never logged into? How many of you have bought a course you never finished? How many of you have bought an ebook you never finished? Right. One of those things has likely happened because I guarantee that not every book, ebook, digital, physical, Kindle, or any audiobook or a course or whatever that you have not have a hundred percent completion rate on every single book, course, audiobook, Kindle, and everything that you you buy. Right. So uh, let me read right here because I got y'all came through for me. There's three more things, so I'll read it. My butt is that I have been trying other people's products over the past year and so and just haven't made any money. But now I'm building a business that is my love, but realize that I have to do many of the same things I was doing to sell other people's stuff like Facebook ads, et cetera. So will it work? Much hesitation, but I really want it to work. Yeah, so that's a great thing. So will it work? I have much hesitation, but I really want it to work. I love language and I love words and I see how powerful they create our reality. So to the degree that with certainty, you can switch that from, I have hesitation, I really want it to work, to I don't know how it'll work, but it'll work. It may take me a year, it may take me three years, but I will do whatever it takes to get to that outcome that I want. So. You can have hesitation and lack of clarity around how the details, the time frame, the who's, the what's, all of the details in between where you are today and where you want to be, the gap, the details may be unclear. I have a difficult time having clarity on things that aren't visible, right? But there's certain things that I can, and that takes practice. But typically, to the degree that you haven't had clarity in success, you haven't clearly done things that have worked. If you have, then go back to that. If you've done it before, i.e. something that you succeeded at, what this is if you have, then what's the stopping you from doing it again? You might not know how, but you can know you can. And if you don't have prior success, then this is where the practice of the backwards bike comes in. You got to take it one day and one step at a time. And as a byproduct, you start to build up your faith and trust in self that you do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And then you keep practicing. And each day, 
you know, I have a folder that when people like this, when people leave me really nice comments inside my chat, in my text message, on my Voxer, in my email, in my messenger, I take screenshots of it. And I've got a few hundred of these screenshots that I can look at. They continue to build proof, not I feel like people like me and like what I'm doing. I feel like maybe people help me, but I'm really not sure. No, I can look at a few hundred. That's only tight. That's not auditory. And rather than having a closed off heart for all things good and rejecting and reflecting and deflecting the good, you're doing a great job. I love what you do. And be like, yeah, okay. And I just, I mean, I'm just talking. This isn't hard. Like, that's what I used to do. If you all said really nice things to me, the old me would go, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything special here. I mean, this is really easy. Like anybody can do this, right? Like, I mean, I'm not doing anything special. Like, I don't really know why they're here, but I appreciate it. Thanks. Right. That's how I took that. But if one person was nasty to me in the comments, watch out. Boy, I take that to heart and that stings and that would poke a rod and be, um, yeah, see, you're a scumbag. That guy told you. But now, if somebody's not saying something constructive and they're just being hateful, hurt people hurt. So they're just being hateful. They're trying to hurt me. They're poking at me. They don't like me. They're judging me, whatever it is. Be curious, not judgmental, because the likelihood is they have something going on in their life. That is why they are the way they are. And to blame them, it's unnecessary because at times it's just habits they built through school, being bullied, being this, and they'd love to be different, but they don't know how right now. And so to look at them through a lens of love is so much more empowering than to look through them through a lens of hate, right? And so this idea that you've got to start practicing things day by day that get you to a place where you can view things in an empowering way so you start to trust and believe in yourself when potentially the outside world isn't giving you proof. So when I close off to the negative, I'm not naive. All the bad things that may be quote-unquote happening in the world, they're facts. Certain things are happening. It's not my imagination. They are happening. But I can be closed off to those things. I know they're happening. I'm not naive. It's not causing me any issues, not paying attention to it. So I pay attention to what matters, what I'm going to do something with. And so over the last few years, I have filled myself up with all the positive. I got it for years, but I was closed off. So I started filling myself up. The more I filled myself up with that, the more trust and faith I had myself, the more belief I had, the more conviction I had that I can help people, the more people like you stay and show up or show up and stay and get help and go, thank you. Breath of fresh air. This is so good. This is refreshing. I appreciate you. I come for the energy. I come for this, right? These things. But the same person you see today did things like this, but thought I was worthless, thought I wasn't helpful, thought I wasn't doing anything right, thought I was just mouth vomiting on people, that I was rambling, that I was talking too much, that I needed to get to the point or that I needed to not talk at all or talk less. All these things affected my life and my business. And all the things I'm teaching you that really I didn't have some, I didn't have the 767 concept before like this weekend, but I've had versions of this stuff that I've been playing with, playing with, playing with and practicing and practicing to get to the place of the person I stand before you today is proof that it is possible that the 767 doesn't just need to happen with an external event 
or circumstance for it to be smooth because that you'll be searching a real long time. But that the 767 can actually happen intellectually now and you can start practicing every single day until it becomes your default. And then you still have a human experience. You might cry, be angry, sad, all these different things will happen. Euphoria, excitement, you know. But you'll be able to have a default that's empowering, that moves you forward with positive mental momentum, that keeps you on the trajectory that you're on. So that with that question, so will it work? Much hesitation, but I really want it to work. And you can go, will it work? Absolutely. How will it work? I don't know. But I will create exactly what I want because I am a powerful creator. Okay, rock and roll. Let's see if we can still get to somebody today. All right. These products, this group, you're such amazing people. Cohen Sisler saying, everyone really been enjoying the debriefs with this group. You're all such amazing and unique people. It's been great. Um, I'm afraid that there's not a big enough market for me that not enough people want the service I provide, or I can't find them. They'd rather go for the shiny pony, pony horse circus show of, <laughs> of channelers, mediums, psychics, messengers, healers, inner he, energy healers, etc. Who wants quick fixes rather than doing the really deep work? Uh, I won't use those tactics or titles because I believe healing comes from within. There is so much competition out there. I want to be the fishing guide. So Julia, I probably won't be able to take any more because I, I want to make sure in this particular one, I still talk to somebody for like 20 minutes potentially, but we'll see what happens here. Um, I get you. If you're still on here, it looks like you probably are. Um, I get you. I thought nothing different. Nothing. I had so much proof in my life that I had to use manipulative, conniving things that I don't resonate with. They don't even mean that they're bad or evil. It's just, I view it that if I did the same things they're doing, I'd be manipulative, conniving, cheating, deceptive, all these words. And I go, I can't be that. I won't be that. I'm not that. And there was lots of proof in my mind because what you look for and what you focus on, you will find. So again, this concept of flip the script, which is actually not again, because it's the first time I'm bringing it up, but the flip the script is that you have to flip this around. You have to know with absolute certainty that that is one half of an equation. There are people who, what you describe is fact. It exists. It is out there. It's perception on certain levels, but it does exist to some level. Absolutely. But what also exists is the polar opposite of that. They're a lot more, quote unquote, difficult to find because a lot of the people who are the opposite of that are very content. They're not dog and pony shows on the internet, screaming and hollering and, 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 and you know, posting 45 times a day. They're just doing their thing. They're just doing their thing. But from an impact and income standpoint, they are making a colossal impact and a colossal income. So if you can trust me that that is fact, that that also exists, And allow me to send you as well people that the interesting thing is they look completely different. And on the surface, you wouldn't even know that, that they're that financially specifically successful. Because on the surface, 
they're not going, this is how much money I make. And this is what my launch did. And this is this, and this is that. And, you know, look at me, I just did a million dollars in a week. And then what they don't tell you is they spent 500,000 on ads, 250,000 in, you know, uh, affiliates and another 125,000 on, on people, right? You don't see that part, but you're like, ah, I did a million dollars. And they're like, man, I just had my launch. I did 500 bucks, right? And so then you feel inadequate rather than empowered that maybe that you could get there someday. So what I found is the people that I follow now that I've come in contact with and connected, they are the opposite, Julia, of the people that you describe, but they are the happiest people I know. They are the most caring people that I know. And financially, they are also some of the most successful people that I know. Even more successful than some of the people who have the largest followings on social media. I cannot publicly give things away because that would be a breach of certain things, but I got to see things when I was a part of uh, the company I prior worked for. You can connect the dots there. And uh, there was different leaderboards and things here and there. And, you know, when I did research. I got to see certain things. And the perspectives I get to see in my entire life through my coaching, through my video production, and through the things that I've done, I have seen things that most will never see. And I can say some of the people, the largest followings on social media are not generating as much as you would think. And number two, that some of the people who have the smallest followings are generating more revenue than the people with some of the largest followings. And I'll leave it at that. And so to the degree that you think you have to have a dog and pony show and, and do all this circus of things, which is the language you get to it. And since you don't want to be that, you'll never do those things, which means if that's the only way you view success, then you'll never take the actions necessary because you'd rather not make money and quote unquote lose and not do your calling, then you would be those people. And what I'm asserting and telling you right now is the opposite of all that exists and that you can make a great impact on people and a great income. And you do not need to do any of the smoke and mirrors and conniving and circus show things that you see out in the world. And you can make an incredible impact and an incredible income. And as soon as you believe that, own that, have faith in that certainty and that conviction in that, and you start to channel your focus to elsewhere and stop looking for affirmation that the only thing that you see is all this dog and pony, but you'll actually start to ignore, that will not become the default and the default will become people that you can see that are representations of you and what you could do to succeed your way. Can I get a hell yes, hallelujah, rock and roll? Come on now. Get on down to it. Man, channeling my inner focus and mentor freaking bed of the bones, mother scratcher today on fire. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Saying these things, it's something to just, I always am like doing this weird balance of like, showing you what I would feel before when I'm doing something. The old me would not say things like that because I didn't want to be braggadocious. I didn't want to be bragging. I didn't want to be cocky. I didn't want to be arrogant. I didn't want to be these things. And I thought, I feel that people are only those things if they can't back up what they're doing. But by God, the more conviction I have that I can help, the more you'll listen and the more you'll do what I say so you don't follow these freaking people who are driving you down to jump off a cliff. Metaphorically speaking, <laughs> Of course. And I'm not telling you anything specifically to do, except for giving you strategies and, and different ways to view things and perspectives and mental shifts so that you can do 
things your way, but it all starts with who you're being, then what you're doing, and then what you'll have. Who you're being matters. And if you're being a person who thinks that there's not enough big enough market, that there is, can't read it all, that you're not a big enough market, that there's not enough people that want the service or you don't know how to find them, and they'd rather go for this dog and pony show and circus show of all these people using all these different tactics that really is just quick fixes, but rather than people who want the deep help and support. You will keep finding that till you're blue in the face as long as you believe and be that. Who are you being? What are you doing when you believe that? Not taking much action because you're not going to take action to be like that. But if you don't believe there's not a big enough market, there's not enough people that want it, and that everybody out there wants those people, why try? Why put yourself out there in a massive way? Right? The positive mental momentum I'm talking about is I know I'm ready. I know that when Sam Cart we parted ways that I wasn't like, oh, God, victim, woe is me, end of the world. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me. Because of the positive mental momentum, the belief in myself, who I'm being, the work that I teach, that I also embody to the best of my ability, says I'm ready. And people do want this. You're all proof. Do you hear that? Do you see that? Do you experience that? If you're a coach or a consultant on this call, or a service provider, people want what I'm doing. Which means I promise you, people want you to do you. The world needs more people who own who they are at a deep level and are stopped trying to be your know, ripoffs and duplicates and you know, whatever other words you want to give to knockoffs of all these people that already exist. People are sick and tired of it. They're sick and tired. There's a whole generation of new people out there, the me's, the you's, that the world needs. And there are millions and millions of people sick of the dog and pony shows. The world needs you to be an example of the opposite of what they're seeing each and every single day. So what are you going to see? Dog and pony shows. If you don't want to do that, you don't want to be that, then don't be it, don't do it. And there are people waiting for you right now to be you so they can go, wow, where have you been all my life? Breath of fresh air. Thank you. This is so refreshing. I really appreciate you speaking your truth. Real talk. I love the honesty. There are people ready. You know what Sam Cart did for me? For seven or eight months, I saw people just like you on this call right now. You know what happened last year with the guy I was in? People just like you. You know what happened before that? People just like you. You know what I have clarity now? Is for the last decade, there have been people just like you. They were ready for people just like me. I wasn't ready. Why? Because of this kind of language. Oh, I create the rules for my business. <laughs> I can break the rules. Any of you who've been here before, you know, I usually do something. I'm not going to do it today because I'm going to try to keep these to two hours actually roughly. And I just, there's too much gold for you all today. So if you're listening on the replay, if this is your first, you know, listening, if it's on the podcast and you're listening, um, come back next week. 
Uh, Cause usually, you know, you can listen to me coaching somebody one-on-one. I usually just don't do the solo thing the whole time, but today's a solo one. Today was a, 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 a get you what's to expect, give you just the full fury and fire inside. Um, and so I am excited. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. And um, these are how these will go. So this will either happen. And then typically on most of the calls, I bring one person on and do some one-on-one work with them. But if you want to go deeper beyond these calls, then reach out. Um, these calls are meant to give you everything I got. And then when you know, I want to talk to this guy, I want to interact with this guy. I really need this guy to help see my blind spots, see what I can't see and accelerate this because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Then reach out. You can go to the mindmechanic.net. You can reach out to me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gebs86. Send me a message, reach out, and uh, we'll get you in what we're doing with my, the Mind Tune of Coaching Experience and uh, rock your world even deeper than I am here. You may be ready now. You may be ready later. You may never need it. And this is plenty, and that's fine too. But uh, I got like, more comments on this one <laughs> out of you all today than I think I've ever had. And I think that's because I, I have fully myself, I'll call it on this moment, released the hiding that I had been doing myself for years. The not enough, people are smarter, wiser, better than me. People aren't just coming for me. I got to shine the spotlight on the other person all the time. All the things that... I was doing. And today I told my wife, I'm like, I am coming in hot. I am ready to go. I am fired up. I'm so excited to get on here and deliver. I wrote, I was, I was typing out the title of this thing and my wife sitting next to me and she, she read the rest before I finished. I was like, I said, uh, this will be one of the most powerful. And she goes, sessions you have done yet. I'm like, that's all right, baby. One of the most powerful sessions I've done yet. And I'm just getting started. And I cannot wait to hear from all of you the stories of your my way decisions, of your shifts, of your positive mental momentum, of the flip the scripts that you have happen. I know we covered a lot on today's session, um, and I am just floored for what's to come of this because I know that people gain clarity, gain direction, gain focus, extra enthusiasm, extra I know what to do's on today's session. And my friends, that is the goal of Mind Tune Up Time, to tune up minds one at a time so that ideas don't die in hearts, heads, and hard drives. So uh, again, mindtuneoftimelive.com. You can go there to register for these Zooms, chats on freaking fire, and you can also join the Facebook group and um, the replays live there. Um, what else, what else, what else? We're about to hit four o'clock, two hours in. This has been phenomenal. I, I don't even know. I'm just gonna read all these afterwards. <laughs> There's so, so many comments. Leave, leave them far away. I will read every one of these after I'm done. Um, so don't think I won't read it just because I may or may not interact on here. Um, I do read them and I do and am grateful for uh, what you say. And um, it's fuel, it's rocket fuel for my rocket ship. I do my best to be rocket fuel for others, rocket, rocket ships. And, uh, but I do appreciate affirmation. I do appreciate the kind comments, the kind words, the stories from each and every single one of you to how, what I'm saying and how you're interpreting it is helping you, shifting you, creating you, and helping you live your best life ever. So um, we need some music. I feel like we need a, we need a song. 
feel like we need a we need a song here to like close this sucker out with huh type some type some awesome words on there while i get myself a song oh let's see what do we got 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 you can go find this afterwards <laughs> i'm so cheesy i love it this one i just found and i love this uh this song here i go again i'm imagining a world outside i'm like the one i'm in daydreaming again of when i'll get a chance there's a world that understands where you don't hear the whispers in the room you're walking in daydreaming again all i need is a chance Cabela from Cinderella on Amazon. Million to one, my friends. Be that one. Much love. Rock and roll. I can't wait to, wait to read your comments. Sending you all tons of love. We're just getting started here in the mind tune of time world. And uh, watch out because there's a lot of people that are listening in, just like each and every single one of you. And the world doesn't just need to watch out for me. They've got to watch out for each and every single one of you. Love y'all. Been an incredible call today. Have a phenomenal day.